Let's talk about proof of God's existence in our lives. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. I didn't stutter. I said proof. Proof of God's existence. That's what, that's what the secular world wants, right? That's what the atheists want. That's what the non-believers want. Proof. Show me proof, Eddie. Show me proof that God exists. Well, if you're a believer like I'm a believer, you know that God exists. You know that he exists because you see him every single day. You feel him every single day. You interact with him every single day. He guides us every single day of our lives. All we have to do is open up our eyes. We have to open up our hearts. We open up our souls. We open up our minds to him. And he reveals himself to us. Let's talk about the proof of God's existence in our lives today. Good morning, Christian America. All right, and good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith of our nation. It starts with us. It starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with the, with the individual. It, it continues with the family. It continues with the neighbors and, and your community. It, it continues with our, with our localities, our states, and, and it spreads to our country. It spreads to the entire world. That is what we come to you today. And I, we appreciate and we thank each and every one of you who follow social media, each and every one of you who subscribe to this YouTube channel, who subscribe to this podcast, that subscribe to this Rumble channel, that follow us, interact with us, uh, communicate with us publicly and privately. We, we want to thank you guys because you are the Christian American community. You are the people that are trying to spread the word of God. You are the ones that are living God's command to make disciples of all nations. You are spreading the word of God everywhere you go, whether you speak on it or not, just the way we live, just the way we walk, just the way we interact with one another, the way we talk to one another with love and kindness and courtesy and compassion and generosity. We spend our time, our talent, and our treasure giving it to others. So that others may prosper, that we can spread that love that God has given us, that we may spread it to others so that they can recognize God in their lives. And that's what we want to talk to you just briefly today. And I want to thank you guys for staying with us is the proof of God's existence. If you're a believer, like I'm a believer, then you know that God exists. You know, we, we say, and the Christian faith is built on faith, the idea of faith that what we cannot see, we still have faith in. I think I'm I think I'm past that. I think that I can prove it. My life internally, my mind intellectually. I know God's there. It's not faith anymore for me. It's truth. It's the existence. I think that we that when you interact with people in the world, if if you're trying to live out the life that God calls you to, people recognize it. it, it it's not invisible. It's, it is visible. His existence is visible within us. Outpouring the fruits of that existence within us is visible to the world. I was thinking this week as I, as I heard a, a, a moving story, a moving testimony on Christian radio. And as this woman told her story of 
of trial and tribulation and and hardship. And the moment she found God and, and, and the spirit that filled her, as she told that story, the spirit filled me. I got goosebumps up and down my arms. I felt tears welling up in my eyes. The word of God spoken through the testimony of a follower of his moved me to tears. It it moved me emotionally. Friends, that's proof of God's existence. I can't think of another story. I can't think of another time. I can't think of of any other circumstance. It's moved me to tears. That has moved me to to having goosebumps all over my body that has excited me, that has, that has made my heart swell with love and joy, enough to want to speak about it, enough to want to announce it from the mountaintops. Think about your life. Think about the things, if you're a believer in God, if you believe in Christ and you try to do his work and his will, if you know that he exists in our lives, if you know that he has a hand in, in what you do and where you go and what you say and the people that you meet and the life that you live, you recognize him everywhere. You can stop, you can start right now and you can look back at your life. I don't care who you are. You can look back at your life and you can, there are untold, innumerable different circumstances in your past life where you have wanted something, whatever that something was. You might have even prayed for that something. You wanted it with all your, you know, with with all your being, with all the fiber in your being. And you didn't get it. There was no rhyme, no reason, no rationale. You thought you did the right things, but it just didn't happen. And that one thing not happening opened up doors you would have never seen before. They've elevated that no in the natural world elevated you to a to a place that you're at right now, to somewhere else. It introduced you to your future spouse, whom is the mother or father of your children. It introduced you to your future boss. It introduced you to your future opportunity that you are taking advantage of now. If we look back in our lives, there's a number of these incidences. Some things that you wanted that you didn't get that led to the place that you're at today. The number of doors that you thought were closing on you. But that sound was really doors opening up for you. Other doors. That's the hand of God in our lives. It's guiding us each step of the way. We know this. We feel this. Even through the tragedies. I've spoken before about a friend of mine, a dear, dear friend of mine who passed away at an early age. And there's no rhyme or reason why that would have happened. Why would God let that happen? But that friend introduced me to my future wife. 
because of him and the life that he led introduced me to the love of my life and the children that I'm that I'm in charge of right now that I care for right now that bear my name right now that's the hand of God it's proof God's existence anyone who's been in a in a church when someone's given a testimony that moves you that sends the spirit down upon you and, and within you that makes you well up with tears that makes you throw up your hands and praise that's God moving you there's no other story that moves you like that there's no comedian that moves you like that there's no Hollywood story that moves you like that anyone who has ever been into a Christian concert dedicated an, an, an auditorium an arena of thousands of people all dedicated to worshiping God the emotions that are overcoming that you overcome in that moment where we all have in unison hands lifted up to heaven tears running down our face looking to our left and to our right seeing our brothers and sisters in Christ doing the same all in unison all in prayer all in worship all in thanksgiving the feeling that 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 the Lord puts on our heart that's proof of his existence you don't feel like that when you go to a sports game you don't feel like that when you go to some rock concert or some boy band concert or some pop concert you don't have those type of emotions you don't have those type of feelings because God isn't in those times those events aren't dedicated to worshiping God you don't feel God's presence in those things but when you're centered on Christ when you come as a community to worship the most high God you feel him deep down inside of you to our bones to our core to our soul friends this is proof of God's existence don't let the world tell you that there's no proof that God exists he does exist everything about us seeks his approval everything about us the way we live the way we interact with one another each and every person has an inherent need has an inherent quality to seek out Christ to seek out the most high he exists in our lives friends the apostle Paul knew this he knew this when he went and I'm gonna bring you a little bit of scripture today because it's kind of piggyback this point when he goes into the Oropagus in Athens he goes into the Athenian court he goes to the pagan land and he sees all these statues statues dedicated to this God or that, that God and he, he recognizes the principle that I'm that I'm speaking about now is that the Athenians then like the Americans today we are seeking this higher power we are seeking God's love if we don't know that then we're left 
seeking the trappings of the world in replacement of God. The problem is the trappings of the world cannot replace God. That's why so many who seek things of the world, who seek the money, who seek the cars, who seek the fame, who seek the job titles. That's why so many of them fall short. They turn to drugs. They turn to alcohol. They, tr- they turn to despair. They turn to pornography. They turn towards permi- promiscuity. They turn towards perversion. They turn towards alternate lifestyles. They turn towards things that are not of God. And it leads them further away. It leads them further into death and despair and desperation. The only fear is to recognize that 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 hole that needs to be filled can only be filled with God. That is further proof of his existence because without it you are lacking and you know that you are lacking. But without God, you can never be truly whole. We believers in Christ know that. We, not only are we filled, not only is that whole, that God-sized hole in our hearts filled by him, but it's his abundance pours out of us. It pours out of us so that when, so that when we interact with the world, we spread that joy. We spread that glory. We spread that good news. Because we we feel that we have to. A, because we are called to. But even if we didn't know that scripture, we still feel it inherent in us that we must spread this. You're filled with so much joy that you don't know what to do with it. You can't hold it all for yourself. God designed you that way so that you would spread it into the world. That's the confusion of the secular world. That's, that's why so many people in, in this country today are confused and they've fallen victim. They've fallen victim to their unbelief. And I'm here arguing that it's not belief. It's fact. It's truth. It's reality. Nothing in the secular world can make you feel like God does. When someone testifies to the glory of God, we feel it within us. It makes us emotional. It sends a shockwave through our body. The Holy Spirit fills us up. No other thing in, in this society, no other thing in this world can do that. And so I want to just briefly you know, show you guys what Paul says to the, to the Athenians. Because it encompasses where we, I think, where we are as a country today here in America. This is the chapter, um, uh, the book of Acts, chapter 17, uh, verse, starting at verse 22. Okay, verse 22 says, you know, Paul's speaking to, you know, to this council of uh, Greek judges. And he says, you Athenians, I see that in every respect you are very religious. As I 
walked around looking carefully at your shrines. I even discovered an altar inscribed to an unknown God. What therefore you unknowingly worship, I proclaim to you. He's saying here that the Athenians have so many statues. They have so many gods that they are looking up towards. That he knows they have a calling inside them. That he knows that we are made to seek God in all of his glory. But he also knows, he also knows that they're confused. And they're so confused they just keep creating gods because none of them none of them fill that gap. None of them fill that hole. None of them make sense to in their lives. So they have a, a god of you know the sun and they have the god of you know the the, the um the earth. They have god of you know, the underworld, they have the god of the seas, they have you know, there's many gods, many pagan gods. But none of those gods fills the God the God filled hole within us. He recognized that and he said, "Look, I see that you I see that you know you have an inherent feeling, you have an inherent you know call to reach out to the higher. What therefore you unknowingly worship, I proclaim to you. I'm about to tell you who this is. I'm about to tell you where where the one true God lies." He said, the God who made the world and all that is in Lord of heaven and earth does not dwell within these sanctuaries made by human hands. Nor is he served by human hands because he needs anything. Rather, it is he who gives everyone life and breath and everything. He goes on to say, he made from one a whole human race to dwell on the entire surface of the earth and he fixed the ordered seasons and the boundaries of their region so that people might seek God even perhaps grope for him and find him though indeed he is not far from any of any one of us And so what Paul is telling the Athenians, I'm trying to make you understand that this is the same problem we have today. Is that we have a secular society that wants to, that wants to co-opt the word of God, all the teachings of God, all the actions of Christ to love one another, to be kind, to be generous, to not harm one another, not defraud one another, to honor each other and take care of each other and help out those who uh, that need help provide assistance to the to the homeless to visit the the prisoners and those that have done wrong all these things the the secular world tries to take them they want to, they want to co-opt them as their own under the the auspices of being a good person these are principles that God gave us the only reason that, that they are good, and they are good. Doing these things are good. But the only reason they are good is because God tells us. Because God made them good. And so to do the works without God is to leave you empty. You must have the faith in God. The Athenians... We're trying to seek God in a variety of different places. Paul had to break it down for him and say, look, you, you 
We're people. We are people. We are man. We have we have a call to God. We are a constant search. We have a constant search for, for God within us. Every civilization walk this earth has always had a higher power that they're seeking because we know that there's something greater than ourselves. No matter where you go throughout history, there's always been a greater power that people have looked up to, that people have sought. Paul knows this. We know this. And Paul says, like I'm telling you, the reason that we do that is because God made us that way. And that God is not found in all this superficial, material world. He's found in the actions and the faith and the love and the fruit that we bear. And when we, when we act as he wants us to act, when we speak as he wants us to speak, when we help others as he wants us to help others, when we're living the life that we're called to, when we are living the life that God has put in front of us, that he has planned out and ordained for us, we feel him in everything that we do. And that feeling, those goosebumps, that, that swelling of joy, that love for one another, that love for humanity as brothers and sisters, that feeling of togetherness and worship in the middle of a Christian concert, in the middle of a church service, in the middle of a testimony of God that moves you. That, friends, is proof of God's existence in our lives. I hope I, hope I made that case for you. I hope that the next time that you find yourself in, in one of these positions, moved by the Holy Spirit, that you recognize that it is the Holy Spirit. That it is the third part of the Trinity. It is God's interaction, intercession in your life. And that you recognize that this is proof of God's existence. So when the secular world says, show me proof, you can take them on this journey. You can provide them these examples. Whether or not they believe it or ascribe to it, that's on them. But I want you and I to know that this is indeed proof of God's existence. Our lives and the fruit that is born from our lives is proof of God's existence. I would argue that my marriage and my children are proof of God's existence. I would argue that this podcast that, I, uh, that, that we're speaking on right now is proof of God's existence. Because it's the motivation to do it given from God that has borne this out. So every aspect of your life is proof of God's existence. Sure, you might not be able to see in the materialistic world. But maybe you can. Because I see my children. I see my community. I see my spouse. I see my family. I see the emotional 
movement of people of faith. I see the works that are born out of that faith, out of that emotional movement, out of that motivation that God gives them. What more proof do you need? Friends, if you like messages like this, if you, if you get value from, from this video, um, we ask for your participation. We don't ask for any donation. You can participate with the Christian American community in the Christian American community by, by liking and sharing this video, by subscribing to this podcast on um, wherever you're watching or listening to this, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, our YouTube channel, or Rumble channel, or um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, wherever you're seeing this or hearing this, we ask that you, that you subscribe to it. It helps us out, um, and it doesn't cost you anything. And so we are here to spread the message of Christ. We are here to invigorate the Christian faith across our, our country, to reinvigorate, to revitalize that Christian faith across our nation. And if you can support that and you want to support that, that's how you can support it, by engaging with our content, by sharing our content. We don't ask for donations. We want your participation. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until um, next week, you know, where we're going to continue down our journey through the gospel of Mark. We want you to stay on fire for Christ at all times. We want you to stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.